Hello and welcome to The Littlest Podcast, a podcast about the Canadian television series The Littlest Hobo, in which myself and my friend Katie watch every single episode and then we talk about them one by one. Katie, we are one third of the way through the final season of The Littlest Hobo. It's crazy. We can see the light at the end of the tunnel. We can. We are going to get to put on our gravestones in our obituaries. (laughs) Watched every episode of The Littlest Hobo. Twice. Twice. <laughs> Twice. <laughs> <a> proudest moment. <laughs> Before we do that, we have to uh, we have to watch episodes like this one. Do we? <laughs> we do. I did. <laughs> Today's episode, season six, episode seven. Uh, let me see if I can say this. I love I love you trying to pronounce this word. Uh, Arvidechi. <laughs> Roma. Was I close? Arrivederci. I'm not going to... I can't do the accent. <laughs> Got to roll them R's. I can't want to roll my R's. <laughs> it's not roll up the rim season. <laughs> what a real Canadian stint, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Well, this episode is... Just as Canadian just as, as Canadian. the last one. Yeah. We were talking when we weren't recording that they've just given up. They've yeah. so given up. They've embraced pretending. it. They have embraced it. Yeah. You know, Maple Leafs caps, dropping the Scarborough references, like... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're here. We've arrived. <laughs> this is Canada. <laughs> <laughs> uh, October 25th, 1984 is when this aired. Synopsis, a young model airplane pilot competes with adults. So that that phrase, Averdeci, Roma, <laughs> uh, means goodbye Rome. Yes. In case anybody is wondering, I had to look that up. <laughs> Don't know if you did, if you just knew. I live next to Italians. <laughs> okay. So you're good. <laughs> yeah. So let's let's start this off. I'm going to start off in a field. Yes. The first thing we're going to hear and see is the ever-annoying mosquito-like sounds uh, of model airplanes. I, I They're wrote, so annoying to hear. So much drone drone noise. It's like those Vuvuzelas. You remember during the World Cup when they were a thing? Yep. FIFA <sighs> 2010 yeah, or whatever yeah, it was? Yeah, this is, just, this is annoying. Yes. Just, these uh, are worse. They, these are worse. These yeah. are worse. <laughs> um, so this this whole thing is sponsored by Weaver Aviation. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a company that makes model airplanes. Yep. Um, this is some kind of showcase for them. So we're going to meet Sean Turner and his dad. His dad never gets a name. He's just Mr. Turner. He looks a lot like Bruno Mars. He does, doesn't he? He's so Bruno Mars-esque. So <laughs> I called him Bruno through my whole thing. He's a... Uh, <laughs> So yes, they're they're both uh, they're both African American, mm-hmm. and we have seen both of these people before. Yes, um, I'm sure you recognize the boy. Yes, he's the little kid from the camp, the kid who gets crushed in the car, right? Yeah, almost gets crushed. Yeah. Almost gets crushed in the car. License yes. to steal. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Um, so this <laughs> is this is the same actor who played Danny. Yes, in License to Steal yeah. and Finders Keepers, mm-hmm. which was the camp one. He played the he, same character in both of both those. Both of them, but in yeah. this one, he is a new character. Yes, um, and his dad is also a returning actor. Do you know uh, his do you know his dad? No. Okay, his name is Richard Yearwood and he was the the kid, the basketball kid from East Side Angels. What? Yep. He's grown up. He done grown up <laughs> and had a kid. <laughs> like a 12-year-old. Yeah, because he seemed like he was like 16, 17 and now he looks like he's like 30. I was going to say, what happened? Yeah, just puberty hit him like a truck yes so wow but yeah same guy wow i would not have guessed yeah not at all wow danny his name is oh i don't have his name unfortunately i didn't write it down but i want to point out that danny 
aside from those episodes, was also in a Battlestar Galactica movie (laughs) with Michael Hogan. (laughs) So that Battlestar Galactica movie had two Littlest Hobo alumni on it. Oh, wow. I hope they had a little chat about their hobo time. I wonder if they did. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, you were on the hobo, so was I. (laughs) Yeah. It was pretty cool. (laughs) Yes. So yeah, we're watching these little planes fly around. We're going to meet Mr. Weaver. Mm -hmm. He's a guy. He's got a baby blue suit. He's looking way too like fancy for an like Looks model. like a shark. Yeah. He's not a, does not look like a trustworthy man. And spoiler no. alert, he is not a trustworthy he man. He's not, no. Yeah, pretty mm-hmm. pretty easy to spot. So Sean is explaining um, that Mr. Weaver invited him to kind of show off his plane during the showcase. Sean's plane is like his own custom he plane. He built it himself. He built it, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So Mr. Weaver is having this thing to show off for like buyers of planes. But at the same time, he also wants to scout out Sean because him and Sean are going to... <laughs> the Canadian National Championship, yes. either I think the next day or uh, yeah, very soon. In the same fields, like, yeah. Literally the next day. Yeah. <laughs> so they're kind of like feeling each other out yeah. to see, you know, who's got what. Mm-hmm. We should also say that when they say competing, Sean is actually flying his plane. Yes. Weaver just hires somebody. He never flies his he planes. Does, he's not flying a plane. <laughs> yeah, Weaver, I think, is supposed to be more of like an innovator. Yeah, he like builds and designs and sells. Yeah, he doesn't actually do but, the yeah. flying. Mm-mm. Weaver is talking to his flight guy, Harry. Um, Harry's a pretty <laughs> dopey individual. <laughs> he is kind of funny, but he is definitely he's missing a few screws up there. Yeah. He's, he's not so bright. So Harry is like, yep, your plane's all set. It's going to fly like a swallow. <laughs> Like, that is a strange bird to pick. <laughs> Somebody watched Monty Python. That's what I was just saying. Is it European? African? <laughs> okay. Unladen? Yeah. <laughs> Their plane goes up. It's got a coconut dangling <laughs> off the bottom. <laughs> but yeah, why a swallow? <laughs> like, a- I, th- when I think of graceful birds, I, I would never think of a swallow. No, if I was going to make a bird reference in flight, that would be very low on the list of first things that come to mind. Falcon. Yeah. Eagle. Yeah. Flacon. You know, <laughs> those things. <laughs> Those yes. kinds of birds. Yes. Yes. Swallow. Even sparrow. I'd say sparrow yeah. before I said swallow. So yeah, he's like, it's going to fly great. And Weaver's like, fantastic, because we got businessmen over here and they're going to buy 50,000 planes for me, which seems like a lot of planes. That is so many planes. Harry's not going to fly it though, because Weaver no. has a special plan for him. So shady. Um, yeah. It's shady. And we're going to, we'll talk about this. It yes. doesn't make any sense. Oh, no. This whole plan, I, yeah. at this point, doesn't make any no. sense. Mm-hmm. This is just an exhibition. Yeah. This is just him showing off his planes. Yeah. Super cool. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we've got one of Weaver's planes up in the air now. He's showing off all of his different the models. Well, the Excalibur's not up oh, yet. No, that's There's true. just not some yet. random yeah. plane <laughs> making horrible noises uh, up there. So There's some random woman and a child walking through the field. I know. It's like, <laughs> how did they get there? Picnic? They didn't notice the planes and the tables and, and the, the people and the cars. You know. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> and they're on the quote unquote runway. I mean, how would you tell that's a runway? There's there's no runway in a field. Absolutely not. <laughs> that's no. That's the point. That's why you're there. <laughs> Everything's a runway. Yeah. Everything. The world is your runway. The world is your runway. <laughs> Take that as you will. Weaver. Weaver air. That could be a slogan. That could be. Oh, oh. IRS Weaver. <laughs> there you go. That, the first one's free. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So they're like, hey, Weaver yells at them. He's like, get off the airstrip, yeah. you turkeys. Get the runway, you turkeys. He does say that. He yeah, turkey turkeys. is apparently a huge thing for the hobo. We've heard turkey Tur- head and turkey a couple yes. of times. So I don't know. <laughs> yeah. um, so the lady and the kid like kind of run. But for some reason, the guy flying the plane loses control. I don't know how. I, it's a, 
Mm. Just pull up on the throttle. It's a toy plane. It's not. You don't have to keep heading in that direction. No, you don't. You could literally <laughs> go and you could, you could turn on a dime. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, doesn't work out. No. He ends up flying towards Sean. Yeah. Uh, but Hobo runs in and knocks Sean over, so the plane like crashes into the table instead. Doesn't doesn't yeah. murder a child. <laughs> yes, because that would kill you. It could. Well, it seriously or maim him. Definitely depending on where it hit horribly. him. Yeah. Like if that hit him in the face. Oh. It's a propeller, Ow. and that thing's moving at, <laughs> yeah. I don't know, 60K, 70K an hour. This isn't Michael Hogan. He can't just stop <laughs> things. No, doesn't have those powers. <laughs> no. So, yeah, Hobo Hobo saves his life. Sean's reaction is, that's some dog, eh? That's some dog, eh? <laughs> so Canadian. <laughs> that's so Canadian. Um, <laughs> Weaver comes over, and he's like, oh, I don't know what happened. Yeah, he's trying to be like, my God. Yeah, he keeps touching Sean's arm. He does. He's a very touchy man. I don't like it. He's a child. I don't like don't it. Don't touch the child. Yeah. So yeah, Sean's like, oh, I'm okay. I'm flight worthy. It's cool. So then we get we cut to um, this helicopter that Weaver is showing off. This whole episode is like a demonstration for model airplanes. But they're not really like Weaver's not a real. It's not a real company. Like, but so who you sell? Like this seems like a wasted potential. Absolutely, it feels like a. Companies should have sponsored this yes. episode. Maybe they just fell through at the last second. I guess, and they or they just assumed people would know or look into. Oh, that's a cool helicopter. Where can I buy that? I don't know. I, I don't. It's such a bizarre because so much of this episode is focused on just how cool these plants are. Yeah. Why? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. They're not selling anything. Exactly. No. They well, don't even, even do a commercial they, at the end. You know how they do the little Ramada? Well, I was just going to say, even when they do try and sell stuff like the Ramada Hotel, they do a terrible job <laughs> oh, of it. so bad. Come to the Ramada Hotel where there's no security <laughs> yeah. and we racially profile people. <laughs> yeah. It's a great place to stay. <laughs> yep. Jeez. So the helicopter picks up a little toy truck with its, like, yes. I don't know, landing gear. It's a little, the ski on the front. Like, yeah. you know how helicopters have a little curve? Yep. Like on that. And yeah. Sean's like, wow. So Weaver's like, all right, time to break out. <laughs> The, the prize, the yes. crown jewel of Weaver Air, Excalibur. Yes. This is it. It our has new, appeared. Our new plane. <laughs> and there's a narrator who is just like over the intercom and he's mm-hmm. like, long has the model airplane world waited for a revolution. <laughs> yeah. Like, I really doubt that. Yeah. Uh, but it's Excalibur. It's like the finest model airplane ever made. Yes. This is like the Rolls Royce of you betcha. model airplanes. So they get it off the ground. It does a couple loop-de-loops. Yep. They are announcing all the things it's doing. It's I don't great. care. Nope. Nobody cares. Nope. Not even you're in the model airplanes. The businessman he's trying to sell it to do not care. Yeah, because Weaver's like <laughs> clapping really hard, and yeah. they clap with him the first time, yeah. and then he keeps clapping, <laughs> and they stop clapping, so he stops clapping. <laughs> and it happens like three times. He tries to like ramp it up, yeah, and then it cuts to him clapping, and the rest of them just looking bored. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so <laughs> this thing is going around. Um, the plane goes to like do a steep incline and it like runs out of juice. Yeah. It just like starts plummeting down. <laughs> um, they all get it down like fairly safely. It doesn't break or anything. It doesn't break. It just, it just doesn't do what they want it to do. So after they land it, um, Weaver goes over to Harry and he's like, like what the hell happened? And Harry's like, listen, I told you the plane is too heavy. You got to cut weight. And Weaver's like, I thought you fixed it. He's like, I tried. I can't. I can't yeah. fix it. Like, your design doesn't work. Yeah. Sorry. Your plane's <laughs> the, not strong enough. The physics of this don't work Just, out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So after Weaver's done kind of yelling at him, he's like, listen, 
or Weaver's continuing to yell at him, I should say. <laughs> yeah. He's not quite done yet. He's like, listen, we need to win tomorrow so we can go to the international championships in Rome. And if we lose, I'm going to lose like half a million dollars in sales, which is like the 50,000 planes, I'm assuming. Yeah. But why would he... That doesn't totally make sense, but sure. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, right. There's parts of this. Uh, there's a lot of things in this episode that don't quite add up and i don't think we're meant to think about too too yeah. hard but the problem is when you watch it a second time the first time you go wait a second and on the second time you go no <laughs> yeah no this doesn't this no, doesn't follow at all not at all weaver's like listen sean's going up next he's got a custom plane he's gonna make me look bad you're gonna sabotage him <laughs> how are you gonna do it and harry's like well i have this radio transmitter i'll just jam his signal because miniature planes model aircraft use a radio signal to control them I'll just jam the signal. He'll lose control. Yep. Weaver's like, sounds great. No problem. Sabotage this 12-year-old boy. Yes. (laughs) Why? Yes. At this point, why? This is an exhibition. This isn't a competition. I'm sorry that Excalibur didn't quite do as well as you want, but even if the kid like pulls off a perfect run. Flight. Flight. (laughs) Yeah. You lose nothing. Nothing it's at not, all. These aren't the same judges. These are people who want to buy your things. Right? The, I guess maybe he's worried that they'll want to buy Sean's plane? The kid who has no setup to sell them to nothing. him? Nothing. That most likely they'd be like, hire that child. Yeah. Get, figure out his specs. <laughs> yeah. Make it for yourself, Weaver, and then we'll buy them from <laughs> right? you. Like you A have beautiful friendship. It, perfect. Also, those businessmen were so bored. There's no way they're watching some child's plane run oh they look super bored <laughs> they are not sticking around for that yeah so you don't have to worry one of them's got a game boy <laughs> yeah <laughs> like a little handheld device As you say, in the 80s it's still the gray one right with the purple button oh it's not even out yet the game boy's <laughs> not out until the late 80s early 90s it'd be like he's got a full <laughs> tube television with an atari <laughs> under there it'd be like the person who totes around the desktop have you ever seen that yeah. in like a starbucks yeah <laughs> or like what <laughs> did you have did you ever see um tandy came out with portable computers in the 80s and they were in suitcases <laughs> and they no. were like they were about two and a half feet like long by about foot and a half wide and they weighed 40 something pounds each wow. that was the portable computer <laughs> so portable <laughs> like you're blowing out your shoulders just trying to like pick the stu- you gotta deadlift the thing and like duck waddle it over to your location <laughs> this guy's got one of those. He's got a Tandy. Yeah. He's rocking the five and three quarters. He's playing like Star Trek on there. Yeah. He's just having a great time in the field. Little like yeah, little ASCII uh <laughs> yeah. super basic video game. Yeah. Text based like RPG. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I'm trying to think of any of them, but I can't. I don't know any Hack. Of them. He's playing hack. Yeah. Is Oregon Trail a thing yet? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't know. You died of cholera. Yeah. <laughs> Dysentery again. <laughs> That's it, I was like, what disease did they die of? Four times in a row. <laughs> I just yeah. went across the river. <laughs> Burt Reynolds, come on. Where are you? Where he are rides you, by on a horse. Yeah. He's got a little mustache. <laughs> yeah. Just a little text version of him. <laughs> I'll just hang glide over this river. Yeah. <laughs> like the pilgrims did. <laughs> they would have gotten there so much faster. They I, just hang glide. Just hang glide. So anyways, Sean goes up. He's doing his thing. Harry jams his frequency. Sean's plane plummets down and crashes. Yep. And Weaver is like, oh, hope there's no damage. He goes over. He's like, sorry about your plane. Uh, He does say to the judges, he's like, don't worry. I'll compensate that young man, you know, so he doesn't have to pay for his plane repairs. (laughs) Guys, is just like a 
just a big old dick. He's just a sleazy businessman. Yeah. <laughs> the announcer at this point is like, for the final event, we're running a dog fight. And I was like, whoa, <laughs> all right. This took a real turn. <laughs> He's like, between two combat specialists. I'm like, oh, no, it's Mecha Hobo. <laughs> He's returned. <laughs> really, the hobo's He's done. got propellers now. <laughs> oh my god, can he you can imagine? Fly. It's like a um, battle bots. Yeah, <laughs> battle bots. He's got a flipper on the front. The... the flipper was always the best. He one. He always won. Yeah, just flip him over and it's done. There was always some dink who put like a diamond pick on his. Yeah. Like, what are you gonna do with that? Like, what are the chances you pierce into the circuit board that's gonna do any good? <laughs> right. The best one was the flippy guy and the flamethrower. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so we put a flamethrower on their battle bot. Yeah. No. <laughs> Ah, uh, battle bots. Your battle bot can't battle if its tires are melted. Like <laughs> I think Adam Savage was. Yeah, all the bots, MythBusters. Right? Uh, Grant, the uh, the robotics guy on that show, he did a bunch of them too. Yeah, what a cool show! Uh, that was such a good show. Man. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, this is this is instead two guys flying. Yeah. Um, like little Spitfire World War Two style planes. These these make the most annoying sound. Oh, uh, it's so high pitched. Like, these are mosquitoes. Oh. Awful. Like if I took this sound and looped it <laughs> and put it under your pillow at night, Torture. it would drive you nuts. You would be Jack Nicholson in The Shining in about 10 minutes. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Just swinging at things with an axe. Yeah, <laughs> it's bonkers. So Hobo goes over. I didn't spell check my document here. So I have Hobog. Hobog Rab's radio transmitted. Hobog. <laughs> He sounds like a creature from Labyrinth or something. Hobug. Hobug. <laughs> well, it, Hoggle is one, right? Oh, that's it. That's why. Hoggle. Hoggle. <laughs> and the cool, what's the cool furry guy who talks to rocks? Oh. He makes like that, that big call. That's a great movie. That is a good movie, but I don't remember his oh, uh, name. That's all right. We do remember Hoggle. <laughs> yeah, we do remember Hoggle. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, <laughs> Hobo. <laughs> grabs radio transmitter <laughs> he goes over he grabs the radio transmitter yeah. he brings it over to sean and sean and his dad figure out immediately oh yeah he's a smart kid yeah mm. his dad's like this thing probably jammed your signal and he's like we're gonna hobo's gonna show us where it is so they mm. go over leads him to the weaver van we cut to weaver he's like jamming signals <laughs> at my rodeo <laughs> no not at my watch pilgrim <laughs> like he's just like I'm so sorry about your plane. I'm going to figure out who did this. Harry's like, yep, the, this could definitely jam a signal. Just confirming, Mr. Weaver. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, so Weaver's like, because you crashed your plane, I'm going to give you one of mine for free. Yeah. And Sean, to his credit, is like, uh, up yours. Yeah, he's like, no. Respectfully. <laughs> sir. Sir. He calls him sir. Um, He's got this look on his face like him and his dad are not. <laughs> no. No. They know exactly what's going on for yeah. the most part. They can smell that uptown funk. <laughs> <laughs> they, they're having none of it. No. They are, uh, they're getting out of there. So he's like, no, I'm not taking your plane, but I will see you tomorrow yeah. when, we, when we face off against each other, you absolute asshat. Piece of trash. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Mr. Weaver takes a moment to touch Sean again. He does. Yeah. Okay. We're cutting to the, what I'm calling basement wood panel lab. <laughs> that pretty much sums it up. Yep. This is an 80s basement with that, that maple-y oak oh. wood panel. Yep. You've seen it. You <laughs> know what it is. We've all been in one. Yep. <laughs> um, this is a science lab because everything beeps and boops all the time. There's so many beeping and booping and beeping lighting boops. ups. and. I think these are the same pieces. beeps and boops that we got in the Devo episode. Oh, definitely. Just a yeah. little loop of beeps and boops. <laughs> you can't see, but off camera is the Devo guys. All four of them? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just beeping and booping. Just beeping and booping. They're making a new hit. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
So Sean and his dad are working on a radio transmitter, like a like a remote control. Yes. That will be able to. F- I'm, okay, so this is where it doesn't always make sense. Yes. I'm assuming he's working on a transmitter that can switch frequencies in flight. Yes. In case one frequency is jammed. Yes. And his dad mentions that this is something everyone has been trying to do. But no one has been able to do. And Sean is like, I'm going to do it tonight. Yep. <laughs> I got <laughs> three hours before bedtime. Like Tony I got my Stark? apple juice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's time for some science. Let's go. <laughs> Everybody put on your science hat. It's like, I don't know what his science hat would be. Mm. It's a Blue Jays cap. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, Blue Jays cap. <laughs> Get to work. <laughs> got to do some science and beeping and pooping. Yeah. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna go to a field. Yeah. Sean's flying his plane. He's testing out the frequency. His dad jams. His dad is super supportive. Like yeah, he's so like. I just want to point for that a young out. father. Yeah. It was like Very two young. years ago playing basketball for a high, high school, school team. team. <laughs> now with a twelve-year-old son. They didn't mention that that he no. has a twelve-year-old son. <laughs> Left that out entirely. Very strange. Yeah. But uh, yeah, he's he's a good father because we've had a few run of bad fathers. So yes, <laughs> he's a good dad. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so he jams the frequency. The plane crashes into a tree. Sean's super discouraged. He's like, ah. But his dad's like, hey, don't worry about it. You know, we're going to try. It's pretty good for first go. We'll yeah. we'll give her another go. So we're going to go to the Weaver warehouse now. Yes. This is Weaver Air. Weaver comes on out. He gives Harry a transmitter. He's like, listen, you're going to do that again tomorrow at the competition. You're going to take out that kid's plane. No ifs, ands, or buts. Put this receiver, though, put this, like, transmitter somewhere safe where a dog can't get it, you <laughs> idiot. Yes. And so Harry's like, okay, he throws it in the front of the truck. He's like, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. He's got a big, big van. He's loading it up with stuff. Um, yeah, it just pops it in the front. Hobo shows up. Of course. Because he knows where Weaver Air is. <laughs> yeah, he knows he everything. jumps into the van through the skylight. Always. Steals the transmitter, but we don't see him come out. He's just out. <laughs> yeah. So, I would have loved to see him, like, scramble back up. Yeah. There. No, he blinked out. <laughs> yeah. So there's another frozen dog corpse. Yes. <laughs> dropping into a warehouse. <laughs> Blink dog. Blink dog. <laughs> out he goes. So we're going to go back to the field. Yep. We're jumping around a lot. A lot. Then, Don't yes. worry, because we're going to spend all the end of this episode pretty much in one spot. That is true. Yes. Sean is getting better. His dad jams the frequency, but he's able to recover pretty well. Yeah. For at least a little bit of time. Yes. They kind of wrap things up. And Sean's like, I didn't really 100% get this. And his dad's like, well, what are your chances if, like, your frequency gets jammed? He's like, that's oh, 50-50. To which his dad's like, well, you know, 50% better than you had yesterday. Like, Such a good dad. Pretty good. <laughs> not doing a bad job. Yeah. Yeah, very supportive. <laughs> good good for you, Mr. Turner, who doesn't get a first name. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> so Hobo takes the transmitter yes. to Sean and his dad. They immediately realize <laughs> yeah, what it know. is. They're like, oh, this is the transmitter. Yeah. Sean's like, well, what I'll do is I'll hook it up to an oscilloscope and I'll find out what frequency it's on. That is super <laughs> rad. I love oscilloscopes. <laughs> I was like, sure. And Googled it. because They're real. And yes, they, like, we don't use them this? anymore. <laughs> but um, I was going to buy one almost a year ago. <laughs> really? uh, the Our local pawn store had an oscilloscope and it was $110 <laughs> and I could not justify it to Courtney. I could not justify <laughs> it to my wife. No. Um, so I was waiting for, because they do like a, a Boxing Day thing uh, where yeah. they usually cut 15% off, which would have taken the tax. And plus Boxing Day usually have like a little bit of money from Christmas, yeah. and like gift cards. Mm-hmm. And I was going to like, 
I was going to go and get it, but then they sold it. <laughs> no. So I do not own an oscilloscope. But somebody in town does. Somebody does. <laughs> and I actually talked to the owner of that pawn store like two months ago about a movie we were working on. And he's like, yeah, there's another one up here somewhere. He's like, if I find it, you, you can have it. I'm like, yeah, I get an oscilloscope. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> they are super cool. If you've never seen one before, they're basically just a big box with a bunch of little round screens on it. And the one big round screen measures frequencies from either radio waves or electricity like they that's basically mm-hmm. all they do um you've seen them in every science fiction movie ever because they go beep boop boop and they like <laughs> and they look make cool little waves they look neat <laughs> yeah that's all they're good for now is looking neat <laughs> yes so i want one yeah okay <laughs> want an oscilloscope <laughs> that is that is that is on my christmas wish list <laughs> noted <laughs> uh, so they note they note the frequency they're like this is what it is I like their little office. It's got like pictures of like the moon landing and stuff in the background. Just <laughs> it to, is like, a very fun little lab. <laughs> it's, a, it's a house of science. Yes. <laughs> um, this kid is definitely growing up to be like some sort of yeah, like, Tony Stark. He's got but a technician less, of some sort. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> less yeah he's jerk. got a bright future. He does have a bright future. Yeah. <laughs> and you know he could play basketball because his dad can. <laughs> his dad can. That's he how it works. a scholarship. <laughs> yeah. He'll be that cool kid who not only is good at sports, but is also a giant nerd. Yeah. <laughs> I was wondering, I'm like, I wonder if Sean is popular in school. Like, because huh. you know, like, miniature model aircraft is not <laughs> really cool. But no. sometimes there's like kids in, in school and like at university, like you are the raddest person ever. And they're like, I also paint like Dungeons and Dragons miniatures. Yes. And you're like, what? <laughs> like, yeah. They're just the coolest person, like the raddest people. And they also have a super geeky Nerd. side project that they don't really talk about. And I wonder if maybe that's Sean <laughs> at school. Like he's really well liked, but yeah. he also just has this, he oh. only tells his close friends about the aircraft <laughs> thing. Yeah. And they just think he's even cooler for it. I, I'd like to think that's how it goes. I hope yes, so. He's that kid. Definitely. He's got a bright future. He does. Yes. Yeah. We like Sean. We like Sean. <laughs> and his dad. Yeah. Yeah. Especially his music. Good music. Yes. Super fun. <laughs> Hobo takes the transmitter back. Um, his dad, like Mr. Turner, is like, well, you know, if he took it from somewhere, he's got to return it. So, which is good because Harry is freaking out. Yes. He's like, I left it here. He starts yelling for Mr. Weaver. Um, we do get a cool little thing where he's yelling for Mr. Weaver and Mr. Weaver's right beside him. Yes. And he's like, what? <laughs> and he just like freaks out. Uh, Weaver is all over him. He's like, you're uh, freaking out. You're mm-hmm. you're unreliable. Calm you down, man. Figure stuff out. <laughs> And Harry's like, I can't find the receiver. Weaver like reaches into the front and it's there because the hobo was dropped it through the skylight. Mm-hmm. The hobo is also just lying on top of this van. I and no know. one sees him. He's just blending into the top. I guess. This big dog shaped bump. <laughs> it's just kind of funny because they come out and he just like lowers his profile by four inches he just and flattens. you can't see him. I could just see Batman doing that. He's like yeah. on top of a van. So he comes, he's like, <laughs> and he's just like, he planks on the front. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody sees me. I am the knight. <laughs> we can see you. No, you can't. No, you can't. <laughs> okay, so, but you're right there. No. One of the smoke bombs goes off, <laughs> yeah. but it's, he's still there. Yeah. You didn't move. <laughs> I had nowhere to go. <laughs> Rachel. Turn, turn around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he like throws. Oh, man. Do you remember the Dark Knight Rises? There's like yeah. one... Sh- one shot when he's fight, fighting Bane for the first time where he throws a battering and it like it blows up in five locations with little puffs of smoke oh, yeah and I just remember at the time thinking that's the dumbest thing I've ever seen <laughs> like in this Batman like even I think in like the Batman and Robin ones where they have skates come out of their shoes <laughs> yeah. I'm still gonna rate the battering that blows up in five places with little puffs of smoke is dumber than that what, what practical <laughs> purpose does this have does this would this ever no. distract somebody no 
Absolutely not. <laughs> I would like to see like a botched Batman like attempt to like, you know, he stealthily disappears. Yeah. I would like to see a botched one of those. <laughs> where it doesn't he, work. He just gets caught or like something happens. <laughs> and they're like, it definitely happens. It has to. Yeah. I mean, he's cool, but like he Can't still be makes perfect mistakes. every time. Well, exactly. there's environmental factors, right? Right. Like mm. his, his cape could get caught in something. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it does detach, but you have to detach it first. Exactly. He's got to hit the detach thing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just want to see that. Yeah. Give me that. Maybe the new Batman movie will have that with <laughs> Robert. Robert. Pa- he would totally be down for that. Yeah. He's, I love him. Well, it's supposed to he's be like so Batman weird. year one, yeah. right? Where he's learning. So he's going to he's gonna mess up. Yes. I'm actually so excited for that movie. It looks good. Because I want Robert Pattinson to go full weird. Yeah. <laughs> well, Batman is very weird. He's a strange human being. Yes, he is. The character is so bizarre. Yeah. And I just want him to embrace that. And I know he will. Yeah. Well, I, I would appreciate a weird Batman because we've not yeah. had a really weird Batman. No. Since I think Keaton, Keaton yeah. was a very weird he, Batman. Yes. Where he gets the, the fire poker out. Yes. You want to get nuts? <laughs> he was a great Bruce Wayne, because Bruce Wayne is not a well-adjusted man. Oh, no. He has so many issues. He's got he a, great, not a great facade, but like, there's a lot of problems with <laughs> Bruce Wayne. His brain is a little cracked. Yeah, it's a little scrambled up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I would like to see that. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, he's like, here's your receiver. Tomorrow, you're going to jam the kid, because tomorrow's a competition where yeah. it actually matters. Yes. So, um, yeah, let's do that. Weaver does tell Harry that if he fails, it's... Arvidechi, 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 Roma to both Rome yes. and to Harry. Yes. So basically, if you fail tomorrow, we're not going to Rome, and you're fired. We're killing you. We're gonna, we're gonna kill you. <laughs> That's how I took it. With those little dogfight planes. <laughs> yeah. 16 of those bad boys. <laughs> just chasing you down. Just to shreds. That's so funny because that's related to my hobo fight. Okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to go to the Canadian National Model Aircraft Trials. Yay. In the field. The exact same field. Same field. Saving money. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> I'm sure they don't have a lot at this point. <laughs> it is just a field full of white men. Like so, uh, All white men. All white men and one white woman. Well, that's true. There's a woman. There's one white woman. There's a white lady. But it's just a bunch of whiteies. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and then poor Sean and his dad. They really Dude, do stand out. They do. Oh, yeah. I, that's not that's not intentional. That is because wherever they're filming, I'm mm. not sure where. Yeah. They just they didn't go out of their way to get anyone of color at all. No. They or, just or couldn't. Yeah, I was gonna say or yeah, they just. I wondered if they filmed at some real air model. Probably they thing. did. Yes, Brad did tell me. Okay. They, I didn't write down the name. Sorry, Brad. The Alfred Pennyworth of this. <laughs> yes. This podcast. <laughs> I didn't write down where it was, but he did tell me the name of it. It is a real. And I, I think they cooperate and did all the paint, plane yeah. flying for them. And so I um, just imagine that that was, them. and maybe still is a very. I think you're right. It probably is. Yeah. Yeah. These people are area. probably the actual model aircraft. Yeah. Just folks, regular people. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, Weaver comes over with his genius plan. He's like, "Listen, Sean is gonna fly against this woman, Mrs. Waters. Mm-hmm. She's gonna fly against her." So mess up his plane when he's flying against her, not against me, because then that's super suspicious. <laughs> that people might question that. Not that they, it isn't already. As you're already like so shady. Yes. but fine. So Harry's like, "Yep, no problem." Mm-hmm. We get Mrs. Waters. Um, her eyes are so pale. 
like a pale blue. I don't know if you noticed on my, her eyes are so pale that you can't actually 100% see them. She looks like she doesn't have pupils. What? I'm like, whoa! That is creepy. She looks like a deadite. I was like, yeah. But yeah, I think it's her, her eyes are such a pale shade of blue. Wow. That they don't really, or they might even be gray. Because they just don't, they the film quality is so poor that it doesn't look like she has pupils. <laughs> Didn't notice that at all, but that's Terrifying. disturbing. So disturbing. Um, so yeah, she's flying her plane. She's doing a great job. Yep. She just, yeah, she lands it. Everyone's like, yay. Good job. Um, there's two judges. One's wearing a sort of plaid checkered suit. It's a beautiful suit. And the other one has aviator sunglasses and a mustache. He sure does. Um, Burt Reynolds, is that you? Burt Reynolds. Older <laughs> Burt Reynolds. Yeah. Burt future Burt Reynolds. <laughs> He's a time traveler. Time traveler. Is what him and Austin Matthews going on adventure. <laughs> yeah. They have to have a mustache. <laughs> yeah. That's the trick to time travel. That's a secret. Ah, That's how you survive. I don't survive. like that because now women can't time travel. Well, you know what? Some women can't time travel. I was going to say some sure can. If you want to time travel, you have to grow a mustache. <laughs> you have to grow it. can be fake. <laughs> Tough. I know, right? Like what if it's a fake but made with real mustache hair? Ooh, <laughs> creepy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> so disturbing but hey you gotta do what you gotta do if you want yeah. time travel <laughs> so they're, they're judging <laughs> yeah. um there's a man directly behind them with a van halen shirt did you notice that <laughs> no it's like wow they let that slip eh <laughs> every now and then there's some sort of branded thing and you're yep. like oh uh, all right somebody just was like yeah no one we had a star wars one right we did Carnival have star Fear. wars yeah and then wasn't there another one in the gold dock heist episode oh. where somebody had a shirt yeah. rambo three or something yeah. wasn't it <laughs> yes it was something like that and then there was dick's club dick's club <laughs> still want that shirt dick's club um, so it's sean's turn he's uh he's ready to go also model airplanes i guess run on fuel of some kind i guess in the 80s they probably would have yeah yeah Little because there's this gas, gas can that's always mm. around sean yes um i wonder if it isn't like propane or like a lighter because gasoline would be so heavy yeah. i wonder if it's not like an actual but you wouldn't have a gas can for propane. You'd have a propane tank. <laughs> yeah. Can't really keep the propane in the gas can. You could try, but it wouldn't work well. I don't know. Maybe it's um, maybe it's the stuff you put in lighters. I was going to say, yeah, maybe it's just some sort of different mixture. Yeah. It's rocket fuel. <laughs> yeah. Definitely rocket fuel. We're not going fuel. on the moon. <laughs> no. <laughs> We're going to find something to do with this rocket fuel. It's going to expire. Yeah. Here, put it you in want the plane. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Sean's turn. He gets going. Um, he does look back for a second for encouragement from the judge yes. who just like shakes his head and points him the other way. And I'm like, wow, what a jerk. Yeah. <laughs> this okay. kid's like 10. I know, right? He's just he's starting off. He's yeah. excited. Give him a nod. Just some encouragement, a smile. Thumbs up or nope. an okay. I nope. don't know. He's got to be impartial. He's a um, judge. Sean goes up. He's doing his tricks. Yes. He's doing a great job. Everyone's very impressed. They are actually clapping. <laughs> they were, yes. Uh, here he tries to jam them. Doesn't work. Nope. Um, he's really out in the open too. Like you could he's jam not, that radio frequency from inside the truck. He's not hiding at all. Yeah. Anyone looked his way, they'd be like, "What are you doing?" Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't work. Mr. Turner just like surprises everyone. <laughs> yes. By showing up and just laying into Weaver and Harry, he's like, "You guys are morons. <laughs> You're despicable." That is my child. <laughs> yeah. You're trying to like take the dreams away of a boy, <laughs> right? Like You're I know awful. what you're doing. You're awful, and he outsmarted you. Yes. Like get a life yeah so harry is kind of sitting in the back making like an earnest face the entire <laughs> yeah. time he's got his chin all scrunched up Burp. but they do figure out when mr turner leaves that sean has somehow figured out the frequency mm-hmm. so the jamming's not going to work sean wins his round yay we don't really they don't tell us but 
he I does because yes. he's moving on to face Mr. Weaver in the finals. The, the showdown. Um, Weaver tells Harry he's got a new plan. Take his multiband radio transmitter and his car, go out to a field. Mm-hmm. Weaver will use a walkie-talkie, and he'll turn it on, and when Harry hears the sounds of people and whatever, then he'll jam the frequency because um, Weaver's going to fly his plane next yeah. and then Sean after him. Foolproof plan. Great. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Harry's like, great. Off he goes. Yes. Hops in the car. The judges call up Weaver and Sean. Weaver's going to go first. Weaver gets ready. He's flying around, <laughs> doing his thing. Yep. But he leaves the walkie-talkie, even though he's not flying the plane. I know. It- <laughs> he leaves his walkie-talkie unguarded. Just chilling. So that Hobo comes up, steals a walkie-talkie. <laughs> of course. He goes back about five feet. <laughs> this is strange. He barks so that Weaver can see him. I know. Because he's cocky, I guess the hobo <laughs> I guess is the now. the hobo's feeling good today. Vindictive. Yeah. And then the raccoon intern <laughs> off camera takes hobo's paw and pushes it on a button. Yeah. It's a clear and cutaway go. shot where the dog's paw is clearly just like being stuck on something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Harry hears the noise. Yeah. And he's on the back of the car just daydreaming away. Uh, yes. It takes him at least 10 seconds to get in the car. Weaver does not go and get... The hobo's not threatening, and by again, the way. again, Weaver's not flying the plane. No. He, <laughs> and he just starts yelling at the dog. He's right. like, get away from there. Give me that. Walk over and take it, buddy. Yeah. You have more than a tough time to go, don't do it, Harry. <laughs> yeah. Mistake. Or abort, abort. Whatever you Anything. want. He doesn't do it. No. Harry turns on the jammer. Yep. Excalibur plummets out of the sky. It is just like... Straight down. Nose first. There's a brick in the front of it. There's a little crater where yep. it landed. The rocket fuel ignites. Yeah. Every molehill in like a one kilometer radius just like blows up. The rocket fuel just like ignites. There's like flaming badgers screaming. It's a massacre. Ah, never forget. Oh, man. <laughs> so yeah excalibur's down yep clearly the game is over <laughs> kid wins yeah <laughs> he doesn't um, even have to fly his plane <laughs> weaver picks it up he's like son of a gun um sean says to his dad he's like well i made it through the first round hopefully uh they don't get me on the second one because you know victory's pretty much assured yeah. um the dad does say at this point don't worry i got a little secret i'll tell you about it later yes um and i was like did he did he go and like torch the warehouse? <laughs> no. It's like, what? That's what the gas can was? <laughs> it's like while they were gone, he went to Weaver Air and burnt the whole place to the ground. You mess with my child, this is what I do. This is what, this is what happens. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, we're going to cut. We don't even see. No, yeah, we don't see him fly. We don't see the ceremony of him winning. Nope. None of that. No. Nope. Sean wins, though. Yes. He wins. Yeah. No problem. We're going to go to our final area. Mm-hmm. It's uh, another field with a pond. Yes. Sean's flying down this like airplane that has uh it's, it's a like a water plane cute little float plane yeah a little float plane this sounds like what it's not enough you won that championship you got to win the float plane thing like is that i guess a different thing i guess it's like a different different category yeah you know all right very exciting <laughs> sure yeah, good for um, you sean <laughs> so yeah they're going to rome yes very excited mm-hmm. um sean does say weaver offered um a lot of money for his invention this is where things kind of go off the rails yeah and i'm a little confused about this is he's not talking about the plane, no. which is an invention. I think he's talking about the radio transmitter that can that can Jump switch frequencies. frequencies. Yes. Okie dokie. Yeah. So Sean told him, I'll think about it. And his dad's like, I'm very glad you said that because when Hobo brought the 
transmitter the other day, I might have like loosened some wires in there so it didn't work. Why did you do this as a writing? It why not makes... just have the kid's invention work? Yeah. Why have his dad disable the transmitter? That does it cheapens the victory. Yeah, like exactly. It, it, yeah. It makes it. It does make sense. It does. Yeah. But why? Yeah. Why not just have his invention work the first time? Yeah. Because he know they know the frequency. That was the <laughs> point of realizing it's at one twenty megahertz or yeah. whatever the heck it is. <laughs> so Sean has a better chance because he's like, that's the frequency they're going to use. Yes. So I'm going to use a different frequency and I'll mm -hmm. I'll have a backup just in case. From a writing point of view, this doesn't make any sense. You could have just left it as is. Yeah. Let the kid have his cool invention. Let him sell it to somebody else, Exa even yes. rather than Weaver mm -hmm. as like a <laughs> thumb in the eye and like sell you it know to his competitor. I mean? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. It's it, pointless. It's pointless. I didn't like it. No, it it just made the whole ending weird. Cheapens it all. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, Okie dokie. Cool. Sean realizes at this point he has like a sixth sense that yeah. Hobo's leaving. He like whips around. <laughs> but he takes it really well. He's just like, okay, bye. Yep. He's like, you didn't do much this episode. Bye. <laughs> See you later. And Hobo's off. Yeah. That is the end of the episode. It is. Okay, my other question. Yeah. I feel like we've just been ragging on this. Yes. Why didn't they make the kid Danny? Uh, yeah. His dad worked in the scrapyard. That seems like me a pretty natural thing if his dad... Because you could keep the same dad. Yeah, absolutely. We, we, you know, I'm sure he's come back in another episode. They have a catalog of actors we've <laughs> yes. established. Yeah. Why not just have it be Danny in the third one? He's in miniature aircraft now. Awesome. Yeah, cool. And his dad works in a scrapyard and brings him pieces from little things that he finds to make his model aircraft out of. I like that. That's sweet, but, easy to do. Yeah. Continuity. <laughs> You know, makes yeah. the episode a little bit better. Yeah, adds a, just a little backstory to it that like it's yeah. nice. Cool, cool to see that kid moving yeah. along through life, especially after almost getting crushed in the car. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, and then he had to go to the camp. Yes, like he fell down into the water. <laughs> I guess I don't really remember, I don't remember having remember him. That episode, nope. Yeah, but, but yeah, yeah. That's that would have been a much nicer choice. Just a missed opportunity. Yes. unfortunately, there's many of those in the hobo. Mm. Um. Do you have a hobo farm? Zero. Zero. Yeah, it doesn't get hit by a single plane. <laughs> Not a single one. No, nothing dangerous. Uh, let's hear your hobo fight because I think it might be a little close to mine. <laughs> I said Mr. Weaver versus a pack of sentient model airplanes. <laughs> okay, never mind. <laughs> I like that a lot. Okay. That's why when you were talking about the swarm of airplanes, I was like, <laughs> how many? How many are we talking here? Like, mm. <sighs> Maybe like... I'm trying, I keep picturing like Alfred Hitchcock's The Birds. Yeah, but with planes. But with planes, yeah. So like 50, 100? Yeah, a lot. A like lot. they walk outside and they're just perched on every surface. <laughs> they have to fire up first. <laughs> so you hear like the propeller. And you're like, ah! Run! <laughs> you have the time it takes them to like get like all revved up to get yep. from door to door. Yeah. <laughs> Run! They're so agile. They are. They like, dip and dodge and duck and dive. When I first first saw the very like opening shot of this i was like i thought for i'm gonna say a half second it was an actual plane yeah but model airplanes are so agile and they move so easily it's it's hard to mistake them like yes model airplanes mm -hmm. they just jitter around a lot more mm -hmm. um and they turn on a dime oh like, yeah 
just incredible. I, I'm not a miniature airplane <laughs> person, uh, but I guess I can understand why some people are. It's a, I understand that's a cool the app, a hobby. For sure. Yeah. Wow. You build something, you race it. Yeah. I mean, people do it with RC cars. Exactly. There's like the little boats you can do that with. Yeah. yeah I get it. Nifty. Teach their own. Yeah. Have fun. Uh, my hobo fight is an actual air dog fight with all of the planes <laughs> in this entire episode just trying to crash into each other. Oh, man. All of them. All, all at the same time. Just up there is like... <laughs> just, just bashing into each other rocket fuels everywhere just flaming little bits coming down yep badgers the badgers that survived are now like ah, napalm it's falling from the sky <laughs> those poor badgers oh that's so sad you wait till they take to the skies <laughs> that's right <laughs> once they learn to fly it's Oof, over it's over cool are you ready for the next episode tell me all about it the next episode is called the good shepherd mm. hobo aids a financially troubled church this is gonna be pearls do you think all over again i was gonna say maybe pearls all over again okay one thing going for this episode okay it's written by christine foster Ooh, okay so it might be good i think it could then yes i'm more intrigued i'm more intrigued yes it's taken a lot i think season six though thus far we're a third of the way through mm -hmm. has been very reminiscent of season four yes it we've gone we've dipped not good no no but it's good for us because we get to just like rip through <laughs> these true. episodes. We yes. just like, we're tearing them apart. It's not us being like, oh, that was good. I'm almost tempted to go back and listen to like maybe our first three episodes of this entire podcast because <laughs> I feel like we were more respectful then. Probably. We were just like trying to figure out like what people were thinking and like, yeah. this is Canadiana. This is a, I want to say a part of our heritage, but this <laughs> is part of our like popular culture. Yeah. And now we're just like, this show <laughs> sucks. <laughs> this is terrible. This is awful. <laughs> what were they thinking? <laughs> Throw the dog through a window. I want more of that. <laughs> Put Safely. him on a plane. Yeah. Yeah, we've really we've really flipped on this. We really have. <laughs> yeah. Oh, All right, well we'll see we'll see what we'll happens see with what the good Christine shepherd. has in, in store for us. All right. Okay. Well, until we meet again, fellow hobos, hop on that train and we'll see you at the next stop. I've been Stefan. I've been Katie. Take care. Bye.